It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. Nothing, in my opinion, is better than a good book. And I love the fact that someone put together this list. I just want to thank Ronald R.C. in advance for putting together a list. This is one that was sent to me as well. And uh, Ronald says he's an Agile coach and a salsa dancer. It's a weird enough combination. No, it's not. I think it's a brilliant combination. Salsa dancing requires great agility, my friend. Fact. Fact. Well, he puts in uh, an article here. It was dated May 13th. I'll drop the link in the comments here. Five non-agile books that leveled up my Scrum Master game. Okay. So let me tell you, I I love it already. Um, I am a big fan of telling Scrum Masters when I say, which book should I read if I could read one book? 90% 90% of the time, it's not an agile-related book, which is really, really interesting. So I haven't looked at this list yet, full disclosure, but I'm hoping that this list incorporates books that I have already read. So here we go. Let's let's see what he's got here. So he goes on to describe the why behind the what. Got it. You know, Scrum Masters who read, especially non-agile books, are going to help them have a well-formed uh, you know, opinion of things that are happening in the world around them. And it's going to help them be a source of learning so that they can upskill so that they can be better at what they do. Good. Got it. Okay. That was a Reader's Digest summary. Coming in at number one, Never Split the Difference. It's a book about hardcore negotiation uh, that helps you uh, in, in when, it, when it comes to major challenges that you face, uh, interacting with management. It's easy to get buy-in from the team into being agile and focusing on what's important, but sometimes leadership can be stuck in their command and control ways. This book uh, helps you learn techniques and tips and tricks, uh, and it helps you figure things out so that you can speak more clearly to management about what's truly important. Great book, by the way. Very, very good. Number two, I'm going to clap for this one. It's right here in my bookcase behind me. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Ding, ding, ding. This book on its own is just amazing, period, right? For this specific post, he focuses on chapter three. Putting first things first. Uh, He previously wrote about how his days can be filled with meetings, uh, other things that aren't critical or they're apparently critical. Those days suck because they feel like you're totally a waste of time, right? That you're always busy and that... You have calls and meetings and nothing to do all at the same time, but it helps you organize and figure out how to truly focus on what's important and get things done, especially in the middle of a crisis. Number three, Drive, another incredible book. My goal with any team that I work on is to create high performance uh, that can both deliver value to the business and help the team feel empowered along the way. Uh, The second part is where the book comes in. I I used to be lost when it came to having one-on-one sessions with my teammates because I didn't really know where to take the conversation. This, book's help you, this book helps you focus towards finding out what truly motivates teams while uh, and individuals while providing ideas on how to create an environment where each individual can feel empowered. Drive is a fantastic book. If you have not read Drive, read it. The next one, ooh, one I haven't read, Presuasion. Capturing and holding people's attention can be hard, especially after a team has been really focused on a problem that they want to solve. You can facilitate all the events in the world, but it's, and if, it's, if it's not engaging enough, your team won't be interested. I've used ideas from this book to improve my communication, especially in those sessions where I really need input from the team, like a retro. I highly recommend this book to improve your communication skills. Okay, well, I'll have to give it a read, right? 
And it says, as an added bonus of learning how to interact properly whenever a police interrogates you. Maybe you're doing some dirty salsa dancing. I have no idea, but I'm not counting on a police interrogating me, but thanks for the heads up. All right. And then uh, number five, he says, is Escaping to Build Trap. Another good book. He says, I know I'm cheating here. This isn't an Agile book, but it does reference Agile. It's a book focused on product management, which is true. After reading this, I think this role can help guide a product owner and a team better on how to better deliver value. I don't disagree. And I think that if you focus on product ownership and product management, it's really going to help you be a better scrum master because you'll understand the other side of the coin. Uh, so this is just going to open your eyes, enlighten you, and give you a new perspective. I could not agree more, Ronald. And I think this is a hell of a list. You did a good job. This this really has every single component of what I would uh, I would have identified as key things that I would hope that people would read, uh, especially in a Scrum Master position. The truth is, while there's a lot of Agile books out there and a lot of books that proclaim to help you be the perfect Scrum Master and to do everything right, most of them are written in a very rigid way that help you know drive process-driven change inside of an organization, which don't get me wrong, sometimes that's necessary, but what I found is that that should be the exception and not the rule. The majority of time, the Scrum Master's focus should be on helping organizations and teams grow by using techniques that enhance communication, uplift others, and really put you in a position of servant leadership. And I think that this list of five books, Ronald, is a great list of five. So I'm very grateful. Thank you, Amy, for pointing out this, this article to me. That was awesome. And thank you, Ronald, for writing the article. I'm going to make sure you get bumped up from six followers to something a little more significant than that because I'm going to post your link here in the comments. And I invite all of you to go and give Ronald a follow because if you write stuff like this, uh, I'm sure it's going to be good. And if you get 100 followers, Ronald, you got to promise me you'll post a video of you salsa dancing because now I want to see it. All right. So as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.